0: Hmm? Huh? Oh. Ooh, ah! cats just never ah! lift up! Well, we're so glad that you're pleased.
1: No, I'm not! Ah! What? But how can that be? The whole kingdom is working to make you happy. And we all agreed that the
2: gifts were just fabulous. Don't you cats know anything? I hate mice. I don't eat them. I'm allergic to cattails, and catnip does nothing for me. Oh, my, 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 my. my. I guess we made a little mistake. Well, this is embarrassing.
1: King will not be happy with me when he hears about this.
2: I'm sorry. Did I hurt your feelings? I overreacted, didn't I? Mm. (sighs) I've just been on edge recently. Things have not been going well for me. Oh? Really? What kind of things?
1: I don't know. Everything. You name it.
2: I'm quite shocked to hear this. But I suppose even pretty girls like you have problems like everyone else. What? Stop, that's enough. It is nowhere near enough. The Kingdom of Cats has vowed not to rest until you are completely satisfied. Don't tell me there's more. Yes. How would you like to have your own private tour of the
1: spectacular Kingdom of Cats? Are you serious?
2: I'm sure you'll love it there. It's a marvelous place, great food, fabulous scenery.
1: And the entire Cat Kingdom is ready and waiting to welcome you. Hmm. And that's not all. Because the king is so taken with you, he has decided to award you the most valuable
2: gift in all the cat kingdom. You will become his daughter-in-law and marry Prince Loon. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast. But from now on, you're not allowed to make any more fat jokes. My name is Drew and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And together, we watch Hiroyuki Morita's The Cat Returns. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence
1: of? We're under the influence of carnivore. Because cats are carnivores, I'm bringing it back. Because we've had this one before. Mm -hmm. And this one, though, I think, I don't know if we had the bourbon barrel one. I'm pretty sure we did. Because I yeah you remembered the uh the mapley smell. I can just sniff
2: it in my glass. I'm already getting like flashbacks. <laughs> I think I gave that one of the lowest ratings I've ever given on the
1: show. Oh damn,
2: so m- maybe I will be swayed uh because contextually it might be better used than the last time. I don't remember what movie it was for, but this might be it. Well,
1: Second well, chances are everything. <laughs> here we go. The pardon poor. shout out to little Wayne.
0: uh,
2: that sounds good on the uh the headphones this is the first time that we were uh recording with headphones and we do have uh i guess some new tech we we bought a new little toy we do have a, a soundboard at least an option to have a soundboard now uh so maybe we'll have an excuse to uh press a few new buttons as we move on but dad now that we have our uh libations all poured out for us what would you like to tell us about this movie
1: this is a 2002 Studio Ghibli film, and it's based on the manga The Cat Returns by A.O. Haru- uh, Haragi? Harugi? Yeah, Haragi. Haragi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every week, many... you just... <laughs> I try to practice these names, and I just cannot when it's time to say them.
2: You're one of those people who likes to stumble out of the gate and then uh, pick up speed as you go. Yeah,
1: well, forget the, the Japanese. Yeah, ones. you're
2: not a sprinter. You're more of the, yeah. the, uh, the long-term guy.
1: I'm going to have to... Uh... A, a little bit more practice in those. And it's a spin-off of Whisper of the Heart, which was another studio Ghibli, and it's their only spin-off or sequel film. Mm-hmm. Which seems weird that they would use this, you know, that particular film as a potential sequel.
2: Did you ever see uh a Whisper of the Heart? No. I like that film because for one, it's about a girl who wants to be a writer, but also it features prominently uh uh, Take Me Home, Country Road, the uh, the John Denver song. It plays like, that's like the theme song of the movie. And I get down with it every time. I love me some John Denver. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the, it's like, it plays all the time. She even like changes the lyrics in her own way. It's really a fun movie. I would, uh, I think we'll maybe have to check it out now. Just yeah. as a response to The Cat Returns.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it started off as a proposal for a Japanese theme park. Mm-hmm. And I guess, for whatever reason, they didn't use it, and uh, I guess uh, Toshi- uh, Toshio Suzuki was impressed with um, Marita's storyboards, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, encouraged Miyazaki to give him a cinematic release.
2: Yeah, they, uh, they've they had a couple of people who have like come up through the ranks of Studio Ghibli who are... The supposed successor, somebody who is lining up to at least be somebody who can make more of these movies, fucking Goro Miyazaki never had a chance. He got shit on right out of the bat. So they pretty much started putting out other people. But I didn't think uh, Mr. Morita, I don't know if he did a lot after this.
1: No, I don't think he's done anything since. So maybe they weren't impressed.
2: It's too bad. They have a lot of high standards at uh, Ghibli Land.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, um... It was funny that you brought up the fatso stuff because it was. I guess there's a recurring joke in the original Japanese. They keep calling uh, mu- uh, Muda mm-hmm. Buddha or Buta, yeah, which is Japanese for pig.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of fat phobia in this movie. Yeah. That was something I was reading a lot in the letterbox. People yeah. were like, "This movie's fat phobic yeah. as fuck." Yeah,
1: there was some fat shaming in here. I guess they just thought maybe pig. I guess they just couldn't work it in. There's no way to really work a, a pig into the dub. Mm-hmm. But they did have Muta. Yeah, which is, well, exactly. Yeah. They came up with that. And Rotten Tomatoes, zero critics. And the audience gave it 88%, but there was only like 50 reviews. Mm-hmm.
2: That's pretty high. I mean, uh, I can't remember what the overall aggregated score on Letterboxd was, but the ones that I had, I mean, people dug into this movie. People had a lot of problems with this movie. A lot of people, like... Either saw it as a kid and thought it was fine and then watched it when they were older and didn't really care for it. But it was all over the place. But I guess just let's just jump right into uh, Letterbox. Let's just see what the people have to say. So uh, half, a, half a Star by Cool Dude on uh, September 28, 2020. Horrifying. Cats 2019 before Cats 2019. Terrifying and grotesque and nightmarish and not even that fun. This movie made me dislike Cats the animal just a bit. I think that was a little
1: <laughs> overblown, but have you ever seen the movie Cats? No. I mean, it got panned so hard, I didn't even bother. There was a,
2: there was a period at the beginning of quarantine where I like watched Cats. Uh, we had put it on at the, uh, the house that we were living at. It is one of the worst movies I have ever seen, and we couldn't finish it. I have like don't often stop a movie or just quit on a movie like that. It was a It was appalling. It had really. I would rather watch this movie a hundred times over than fucking cats. But yeah, it was. Uh, it was so bad that Australia wanted to kill millions of cats in twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was a response to that. They were like, "Fuck Tom Hooper."
1: As a country, as a continent, we're taking out cats <laughs> to the millions. Well, this plays into the whole fact of the live action recast because uh, you know, obviously, we're we'll get there. Yeah, but. Um... Being that Cats was such an utter failure, I was thinking that, you know, how do you go about this? And, you know, what are we going to do to put actors in cat costumes?
2: Yeah, I just don't. I mean, even one of these uh, letterboxes kind of addresses the uh, the cat conundrum. But I, I guess we'll get there in just a moment. Right. Uh, so another star by G. Just Vibin' on October 26, 2020. This film got me stressed because I kept thinking about all the furries who'd love it. and <laughs> maybe the reasoning for the whole furry population. Studio Ghibli, why? And I don't actually, I mean, obviously it didn't start it, but I did go down the rabbit hole and trying to figure out when exactly furry started. And it was actually all the way back into like the 70s, 80s. That's when the, the furry thing, it started out in like conventions and shit like that. But it, uh, it has some roots. I mean, it's been fucking, you know, almost five decades, four decades of wow. the furry, furry
1: Yeah. I would have thought that was a new thing. I mean, I was just enlightened about the Furies just what, a few episodes ago.
2: Yeah. Well, that's pretty much with everything. I mean, not a lot of people understood that, you know, you could even be gay, trans, uh, you know, transgender. But now that we know better, furries are just part of the population and they've always been part of the population. Maybe cavemen have just been dressing up in furs, not because they wanted to stay warm, but because they just wanted to be like our animal companions. Yes.
1: Uh, furries' lives matter.
2: Furry lives absolutely matter. Let's make it go mainstream, dude. I put a lot of thought into furries, dude. Furries were like a prominent part of my first book, so I'm absolutely down for it. I think it's hilarious. Uh, Another one star by Toby H. on June 1st, 2020. I don't even want to think about how many wanks Shane Dawson has to this film. You know Haro was about to give give that cat the gok gok Super Slurp Extra Spit 3000, and and it does not sit right with me one bit.
1: Wow
2: Yeah That might be one of my favorite comments gawk, gawk,
1: super slurp
2: <laughs> that Extra did, spit That's how people talk about like giving head on uh, TikTok They they really blow it out of proportion Because I love that name But did you ever hear about the, the Shane Dawson uh, controversy Around that uh, cat thing he made The comment
1: No because I was going to ask you about that I'm like okay what's the Shane Dawson Wanks Mm-hmm
2: so I uh, I had found just you know a quote from what exactly he said and it was YouTube star Shane Dawson denied that he sexually assaulted his cat, backtracking on a story he told four years ago that one time I laid down my cat on her back and then moved her little chicken leg spread open, uh, and then I came all over the cat. That's what he said <laughs> that he like jerked off on, onto his cat. Whether you know obviously he was just being uh, a shock jock for that. That's pretty fucked up. I say some things that I think are drawing the line on this podcast, but I I don't know if I would uh, say that I would come on a cat. And I still don't
1: know who Shane Dawson is.
2: Yeah, honestly, this is a perfect example to throw out this fucking uh, sound effect here. I'm problematic. (laughs) He's a a problem. problem. (laughs) Shane Dawson is problematic, so... He uh maybe needs to just fucking quit YouTube altogether. I think he probably maybe already has. He's been canceled up and down, so I'm not really
1: questioning. I mean, is he just a YouTuber, or is he, Um, where where is he from? Is he from film?
2: Shane Dawson was exclusively a YouTuber at, like, the very beginning. Like, he was doing, like, all the bad YouTuber stuff from the jump. Like, he was doing blackface and fucking just, you know, making awful pedophilic jokes. So, you know. Fuck Shane Dawson. Let's just move on. (laughs) Another uh, one star on uh, March 2020 uh, on the 9th by IG Viejo. Can't even say his name. Uh, Humanity is doomed to never have a decent movie about cats. So I looked up a few cat movies. I mean, there's the Aristocats. There's obviously the cats that we spoke of. Fritz the Cat. Have you ever heard of that one? Yes. The pornographic, like, X-rated fucking cat. I actually kind of want to watch that movie on this channel just for the, the I've watched
1: guggles. it a little
2: bit, and uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I wouldn't be averse to it. I feel like we need
1: to just say, fuck it. We don't have a brand. Because I want to say that goes back to the 70s, Fritz the Cat.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. It, has it was to be... pretty
1: controversial at the time. I, I, really, I remember hearing about it and like, oh, wow, I want to see that. Did you? Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I caught it like when I was in my uh, early teens on the internet, like just the YouTube. When at the point where YouTube was sort of wide in the open, as we were saying before with Mr. Dawson. But I, I think Puss in Boots has like an 80 something on Rotten Tomatoes. Garfield obviously was panned, but there are some good cat movies. I wouldn't put it out there that humanity is doomed to never have a good cat movie. I don't even think it's really necessary to have them, but you know, that that's maybe for uh, somebody else. Yeah, side. I remember the
1: Aristocats from Disney. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't really remember that one, but no, know. that was before your time. It wasn't one of their more popular ones, obviously.
2: I'm I'm just all down for Puss in Boots. If Puss in Boots is going to lead the charge to the ev- evolution of cat media, yeah, I uh, think he could be
1: it. I think that's on the Rushmore. push some boots he
2: you know he is there (laughs) just a a quick little spoiler for when we get there but he is on that rush more and then uh one more we got two stars by nick brown on july 18 2020 entertain the idea of bestiality as long as you hear that the cat is cool haru is a fucking freak that yeah that is
1: hilarious i mean their only criteria of why like he's cool
2: and that was a through line throughout the whole movie. She's like, was obsessed with that one guy because he was cool. Uh, what's her face? His boyfriend. Her friend's like boyfriend was cool because uh, he played ping pong. It, I guess, gets into my takeaway, which we'll, I guess, pin down in a moment. But, Dad, where, where would you like to shine your spotlight now that the uh, Internet's thoughts have been
1: illuminated? Cats suck at giving gifts.
2: For sure. For sure. I don't think there's anything a cat could give me that I would like, as this movie pointed out.
1: Which I thought it was funny that they gave him the mice, and then all those cats followed her. Now, why were they following her? Um, she didn't have catnip on her.
2: Whether or that did was... she
1: go in the cattails? And no, I don't know. But they seemed to be waiting for her, and then they just followed her, and then they just, you know, destroyed those mice. Yeah,
2: I think what this movie got wrong was that the mice would have already been dead, or it would have been a bird with its head like bitten off. It doesn't seem like they took it far enough. And they might have put catnip in her pockets. That seems like one of the things that they would do. But yeah, the cat gifts of uh, the the king were all over the place.
1: Yeah. And the Baron, now he he has human hands, and all the other cats do not. Mm -hmm. And I guess that now is he was he some kind of figurine?
2: He was in Whisper of the Heart. He was in uh, you know, like you said, he was a figurine in this shop for violins. And the main character saw it, and this inspired her to write her own story about this cat doing certain things uh but yeah i don't i don't I don't remember too much about the movie aside from that. I know that
1: Toto is some kind of
2: statue or something,
1: and then they come to life, so
2: yeah, a lot of I, the stuff that happens to the cat section of the world like that's all kind of out there for me. The Baron having human hands though does seem to lend itself to maybe what I was gonna say for my spotlight, just the how how we got here that Haru would even be attracted to this fucking cat. Right. But
1: And I noticed that the uh, the Cat King is a uh, a golfer, and uh, he's got a pretty decent golf swing. Do you remember who
2: was the other character that you said had a decent golf swing? Because you need to, like, compile that to have a Rushmore. We need to have a, an anime golf swing Rushmore. And I'm sure I said the same thing before. That might have to be your notes on yeah.
1: I mean, being the golf, you Aficionado. know, fanatic that I am, yes, I would... Uh, I would be down for that.
2: Yeah, we we would have a, a would you rather with like a celebrity golf match. Like, would you rather have the fucking the King Cat golfer uh, versus Phil Nicholson and some other person?
1: Yeah. And the uh, the cats from the Cat Kingdom don't like the cats from like the real world. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's two different worlds, obviously. And I thought it was funny that they had like secret service cats. <laughs> <laughs> they are out like there kicking the other cats' ass, like throwing them in the bushes and stuff. <laughs> they got these little suits on. <laughs> they were ruthless.
2: Yeah, Those cats were absolutely uh, built to cause some damage. And I'm surprised more animals over the course of history as we evolve kind of uh, together, that more animals haven't picked up the traits of humans. I mean, I guess the closest thing is fucking, you know, gorillas or monkeys or something like that. But it's surprising that more cats haven't just, like, Evolved to having a, a T-shirt on or something like that, or evolved to look like they're more like
1: people. Well, you ever seen the cats that look like they get a little mustache or something like that? Those, that's pretty funny.
2: Yeah, those are the uh, the evolutionary gems—the cats who look like they have mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just had two spotlights. Uh, one of them was that Haru, you know, wanted some cat dick, and that is, I think. Maybe I think she's a product of, like, the millennial generation. I don't know if she would fit that way in 2002 as, like, a 17-year-old. But this is something that happens a lot on the Internet where people will have these anthropomorphic animals or these uh, animals who have, you know, voice actors usually in the case of, like, Nala from The Lion King or even, like, Lola from Shark Tale. But the, the Lola bunny effect is what I call it. Like, it's just some cartoon character, some fucking animal who has any sort of you know, big eyelashes, has a sultry voice. People get horny for it. People have had, like, a lot of uh, a lot of childhood experiences with these animal characters where they, they get turned on by it. I think a good sequel would be Haro goes furry. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. I think we can't be scared to let these characters... I mean, I guess that's just, like, Rule 34, like, hentai type of shit, but... <laughs> When uh, when Nala gave Simba the eyes uh, in uh, the Lion King, when she looked like she definitely wanted it, that changed. That pretty much started a lot of kids' puberty. That's not a joke. That is actually how people look at it. It's really hilarious. Wow! Just uh, Disney. I didn't know
1: the Lion King had that effect.
2: Disney was given a lot of subliminal messages. Like teenage Simba g- got a lot of girls' rocks off at that point. Like I said, it started puberty for a lot of people. The Lion King was formative in uh, getting a boner. And then my other one was just the idea of bringing back swords. And we had actually had this conversation the other day organically. But I think I, it bears being repeated. That if you have a gun, you're kind of a pussy. And I'll, I'll stand by that if, even if you put a gun to my head. I don't think anybody who is carrying around a gun is really about it. And I think you could only prove that you're really about it if you have a fucking sword. And if you're willing to get into a sword fight. Because that actually requires some skill you know, some agility. Anybody can pull a trigger. You might as well uh, just, you know, kill yourself if you have a gun. That's pretty much what they're used for. But if a sword, you know, it has more class. It has more fucking. Yeah, anybody, but
1: anybody can be tough with a gun. So,
2: yeah. You know. And it's just whimsical. It's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm fighting for my honor. We're we're meeting at sundown. We're gonna have a sword fight, and if I fucking win, I get to take his woman. Like, if you just shoot a guy, you're a loser. That's just how it's always been. Yeah, but post '80s—that's really what it was. Post '80s, post like fucking Sylvester Stallone having all these gun porn movies. We've we've gotten away from swords, and we need to go back. We need to not allow. I just don't think somebody's gonna have a school killing with a sword like that. Who's gonna bring a, uh, a broadsword into an elementary school and really get anything? Yeah,
1: done? it would be too easy to take somebody down with a sword.
2: Exactly. I mean... It needs to be more fair. We've yeah. gotten to the the point in our society where we're just having. Yeah, the we, cheat we've
1: codes. just made it too easy for. To kill masses other. amount yeah. of people,
2: <laughs> yeah. Have some fucking ballsack mass murderers pick up a goddamn katana, learn the way of the sword. You loser. Of course, there
1: has been you know things where people have attacked people with machetes and stuff like that, which is nasty.
2: I, I guess I would rather take that than them being able to gun down like thirty people in a nightclub.
1: No, absolutely.
2: Yeah. But... So if you have a gun, turn it into the police and start. I guess. Training with your local sword master. I don't know where a lot of those people are, but that could bring back a new job into the economy. The sword master. That's what uh, that's what will get this this whole thing moving again for our country here. Uh, Dad, were there any takeaways or any unintentional lessons?
1: Yes. No good deed goes unpunished.
2: Saves the cat. And it Just. No good deed. I was unpunished. That's unfortunate that that's kind
1: of true. Like, even if you were trying to It's just that, you know, that's that saying, but it, it sort of holds true in this movie. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, the cats didn't really have any concept of consent, which I suppose is kind of true, considering that they have barbed penises and they just sit on people's necks
1: whenever they feel like it. And, you know, respect to our Yeah, cats just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, they don't listen. You you say, like, we have a cat, Zoe. Mm -hmm. And you sit there, Zoe, Zoe. And she just looks off and just is like, don't talk to me. Don't even look at me. I'll come to you when I want
2: to. Yeah, And when she does come to us, it's at full scream. She's like, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for attention. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, uh, that's too bad. I I hope that when you do a good deed, you know, good things would happen. But (laughs) not in this case. You get unfortunately pushed into a situation where you're marrying Tim Curry. Uh And then my takeaway was that if someone is cool, you should at least consider having sex with them. And I think that's, that's kind of a vibe. I mean, if you're vibing with somebody, if you're feeling it, doesn't matter what they look like, doesn't matter you know, what their orientation is. If they're cool, they might have a, you know, some good holes. Who knows? They yeah. might be good at you know, doing things that you like. You got to be just willing to give them a chance.
1: It was the only criteria needed in this film. Pretty
2: much. And that's, I think that was, was the
1: cool factor.
2: I think this movie was actually pretty sex forward if you're thinking about it. If we're willing to to lower the barrier to, like, I don't really even care about if they look good or not, as long as they're cool, that 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 would probably make this world a lot better. You know, we wouldn't yeah, be so consumed could be right. by uh, could be right. yeah, skin color, fucking appearances, uh, dialect, just if you're cool. That's <laughs> all that matters. So, Dad, we've reached the question section of this podcast. Uh, we're looking to figure out where this ball is going and seeing if you're going to get a quick three before uh, Erskine comes out in the field. But, hey, I just need to know, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Entry number one. While well, working as a key animator on Perfect Blue, director Marita was known to dance out the choreography of *Chom*, uh, the idols, to be uh, a better representation of their movements for the production. Entry number two. Due to the cat returns, lukewarm reception and the pressure of being groomed as a potential heir to Miyazaki, Director Hiroyuki Morita has since retired from animation and now works as a finance executive in Tokyo, Japan. Entry number three. Over a nine-month period, while using Ao Hiragi's manga as source material, director Morita translated her story Baron the Cat Returns into 775 pages of storyboard, which was eventually edited down to 525 by Miyazaki and the rest of the Ghibli team. And entry number four. The Cat Returns was originally conceptualized and commissioned as a 20-minute short for a Japanese theme park, but after a financial dispute over the price tag of 10 million yen, the theme park withdrew their commission and Studio Ghibli went on to develop the project as a full-length film. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie?
1: I'm going to say the first one is a lie. (laughs) The choreography for Mm Champ. If you tell me it's true, I'm freaking... Are you locking to that answer? Yeah, we're done. That was uh, the truth. <laughs>
2: Don't get mad. <laughs> yeah, he was known to to dance out uh, the the choreography for Chom because he's a fundamentalist. He wants to have uh, the most fluid movements, and the the Chom choreography was one of the best animations of the the whole fucking thing. It was the most smooth. So that's that's thanks to Marita himself.
1: I can't believe that.
2: All these things were really hard, honestly. Well, well the
1: thing is, is I knew yeah. that he had done like an ex- uh, extensive storyboard. I knew that it was commissioned for a Japanese theme park, so I was like, mm, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's between those two, and uh, I didn't think the fine. I should have said started off with a finance or uh, finance executive. Mm-hmm. That you because that one sounded like bullshit.
2: I feel like you always have a good game plan in retrospect. Yeah. You're like, well, I could have done it this way, but. You have to internalize this. Well,
1: I thought the first two were bullshit, and I was debating over the last two, mm-hmm. and uh, so I just started with number one. Cham, come on! Now. <laughs> yeah, perfect blue came back to haunt you, just like fucking
2: uh, the character herself. But hey, we uh, we got to move on. It's game day. We're uh, we're gonna play some.
1: Were you paying attention? Erskine's ready. The to question come out The question is, field. was he like wearing Cham costumes when he did it?
0: Daddy, chill. <laughs> <laughs> uh shout out to the head gun
2: podcast too because that's where i got that sound effect but yeah honestly he probably did put on the little tutu just to get like i said he's a fundamentalist you have to get into character if you're yeah. going to be an animator so that 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 is very well might be the case but uh hey i guess i gotta send this over to my co-host joe hit him with those horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook, coming to you live from Raymond James Stadium in Sunshiny Tampa Bay. We're anticipating a great game between the Chattanooga Choo-Choos and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're XFL newcomer Patrick Vanilla Tainer Skines, hoping to be his best self for the NFL Scouts on the sideline, but'll have to outplay the Choo-Choo stingy outside linebacker, Raphael Dunker Tampon in my morning tea Tetro. Oh! Back to you, Drew! <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. <gasps> Dunk tampon on my morning tea, Tatra. Uh, yeah, well, that is, uh, I guess, a good source of iron, maybe? I don't know what that would be doing for him, but obviously it's part of his uh, his uh, routine as an athlete, so we can't really judge him for that, as long as it's not steroids. But, hey, first half question number one. What time does Haru wake up after she is visited by the Cat King? Is it A, 7.30 a.m., B, a.m., C. 9.10 a.m., or D. 10 a.m.
1: I think it's 7.30.
2: 7.30? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe. What's going on? Drew! After notching another road win, the Vipers have made their triumphant return to Florida. And to no one's surprise, Vanilla Tain had another blowout weekend in the Bay. Only this time, it was with the Gronkowski brothers on their party boat. And in the wake of shotgunning enough beers to kill a small elephant... Erskine's boost fill antics might have finally paid off for the journeyman, Because not only are the Gronks in attendance But a handful of Buccaneer scouts who are looking for a second stringer Nice Let's see if Pers- uh, Petricks has the focus to get his life back on track Erskine takes a snap Roll out right with a receiver on a cross the sideline And he's going to hit him with his toes on the line Yosef had an orgy on Yom Kippur Klingerman Keeping his hands, <laughs> <laughs> keeping his hands open, his feet down for the big catch And that's a first down, Vipers Yosef had an orgy on Yom Kippur Klingerman, really helping you out to look good for those Tampa Bay Scouts, so good on you to hit that first one. We're going to start strong for sure. All right, question number two. What is the license plate number of the truck that almost hits Prince Loom? Is it A, 9066, B, 4450, C,
1: 1701, or D, 3220? Ugh, Crap.
2: I do love my license plates. Yeah,
1: I know. Usually I pay attention to them, but I guess I miss this one. It's okay.
2: It happened fast. There was a couple of these questions that were quick.
1: Yeah, that's obvious. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say, I'm going to go with A again. A? Yeah. All right, back to you, Joe. Drew,
2: the pressure is on Erskine and the Gronkowski brothers are doing the best to keep up the energy with a line of Gatorade beer bongs and a bevy of Renaho's. But Patrick couldn't put it together on this drive, and the scouts are making note. So, at least he didn't throw a pick. I guess it was not too bad to have a three and out, but it was uh, 17-01. But, you know, hey, you got a first down. You have a chance to at least get three points to tie this game up before halftime. So, question number three. What is the jersey number of Hiromi's boyfriend's opponent during his ping pong match? Is it A, 19, B, 21, C, 39, or D, 50? Uh I'm going to say D. 50? Yeah. Go with the uh, the Mac Jones uh, redshirt rookie number? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All now right. that you say that, it's probably <laughs> wrong. <laughs> well, Joe, let him hear it. Drew, we're heading into halftime, and the Gronkowski influence doesn't seem to be doing Erskine's games any favor, because after another three and out, the scouts are looking towards the exits. Exits. Which might explain why Patrick's taking one of Gronkowski's rent hose into the tunnel for a quick shag while no one's looking. So at least you got your rocks off before, uh, you know, maybe you fucked something else up. At least you uh, got your rocks off before you fucked up your bag is maybe the best wow, way to Wow, that's pretty uh, risky. I mean the run of hoes we're going to come I mean, in we're, a... if
1: we're doing it at halftime now. Man, <laughs> I have had a freaking total freaking breakdown, man. I have fallen off the wagon. I am just grabbing women, you know, in the tunnel. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Gronkowski influence is like... I've got them hidden in the bathroom. I'm just, you know... Yeah. They're
2: they're just not helping you out. That's really the unfortunate part. They're here to party and that's pretty much nothing else.
1: Just like any attic, you know, I have my, my strippers hidden in different places. I go into them, hey, hey. Yeah, you have like uh what you would call okay, it. Okay, yeah, you're allowed to use the bathroom.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fooled you.
2: Same thing with like uh Tom Brady's ball boy. You just have like a stripper like h- fucking hidden in the uh the, the convenience closet or something like yeah. that pocket pussy. But uh Joe cuck has gotta come down, and ask some questions. So he's running down from the booth, he's running to the uh the uh the locker room. Patrick, do you think the Gronkowski's are doing anything to help your game? Are you afraid that you're gonna blow your chance?
1: Well, I don't think they're in attendance anymore, so...
2: What are you talking about? Rob's Rob's refilling the Gatorade, uh, the, the, the wine Gatorade as we speak.
1: Oh, are we going out after the game?
2: For sure. I'm coming too.
1: It might have nothing to do with how I perform then. I'm sure I can, you know, bring uh, Rob some, you know, good, good times, <laughs> if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, it's you, Gordy. Uh, Glenn, Chris, Rob. And Do you really dad, think they're
1: here to watch me play?
2: Yes, they're fucking hanging out with Logan Paul. They, they're taking you know boxing Logan matches. Logan Paul's here too. He might as well be. I mean, he's maybe a little touched up after the Floyd thing, but he's feeling good. He
1: doesn't care. Obviously, my legend is starting to grow. Yeah, people want to party
2: after. Honestly, after with your, vanilla taint, <laughs> everybody definitely wants the party with oh, vanilla yeah. taint. After your sex tape and your meltdown at Caesar's Palace, you're like an urban legend. The XFL quarterback who's just causing rampant, uh I don't even know, being a, a sexual deviant across the country.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I make Johnny Manziel look stupid.
2: Yeah, you're on the fucking Barstool podcast talking about your times at college, and he just doesn't even have a chance. No. All right, second half, question number four. What type of flowers are in the vase in the Baron's home? Is it A, daisies, B, hibiscuses, C, roses, or D, black-eyed Susans?
1: Did I watch this movie? Um, I'm going to say Roses. Roses? Yeah.
2: All righty, Joe, what's going on? What's uh, happening out there? Drew, from what my broadcast team is telling me, the Gronkowski brothers gave quite the halftime speech and even brought their own stripper pole and the lube for the Renaissance. But it wasn't enough to get Ursky to, compl- to complete a first down pass on this drive. And now Beef Whistle will get a chance to show off his big leg for the Buccaneer Scouts. So it seems like Beef Whistle is getting more showtime than anybody else for these, uh, these Buck Scouts, but yeah. we still have a chance. We still have a chance to make is this Is he happen. pinned
1: him on the one-yard line or anything? You know.
2: Yeah, he's a Ray guy out there. He's fucking killing it. <laughs> All right. Question number five. How many dogs are present during Haru's feast at the Cat Castle? Is it A, one, B, two, C,
1: three, or D, four? I'm shocked that there were any dogs. There was there was a
2: couple in attendance during the feast.
1: Oh, you just told me there was a couple. Oh fuck!
2: Well, <laughs> I meant that more as a you know, you know what? Say what you gotta say. I'm gonna say B. Okay. <laughs> Joe's got insider information. He's he's calling down the plays from the uh, the fucking side. Joe tapped
1: into my freaking helmet, freaking mic, and freaking told me the play. Yeah, I mean, what j- defense they're gonna be in?
2: This is Spygate all over again. <laughs> Joe is calling in. Oh no! All right, Joe, are you helping cheat or not? Drew, maybe a little bit. Uh, the third quarter is winding down, and the Vipers are lined up in their use Glenn Super Bowl ring for a cock ring package. <laughs> Erskine takes the snap. Play action! Now we'll fire a quick pass to the screen man, and he's got a wall of blockers to make it a big gain. Falcon, product of incest Neroni, following his team for the huge catch and run, and that's gonna be a first down, Vipers. Yes, thank you, Joe. Yeah, yeah, you uh, you caught a, a real fucking uh, hint there. Either
1: that, or somehow the you know the frequencies got mixed, and I you know you like, picked up in yeah, his radio yeah. thing. It's possible. Oh, Joe, Joe in my ear. What? <laughs> What did he just say about the
2: demon? It feels like Joe Cuck has always been able to get into your helmet. It doesn't (laughs) seem like
1: Well, ever since we went on that little, he came out with me, you know, we're we're a little tighter. Yeah. Yeah. You gave him the chip that allowed him to get into your helmet. He doesn't want to see me, you know, get kicked out of the league or anything. No.
2: Because, I mean, who else is going to let him sniff your condoms? (laughs) (laughs) Who else is going to even want to do that? So you guys have a special relationship as a hosted player. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently so. So last question, Dad. This is your chance to uh, pull this one away and uh, I guess leave with the Gronkowskis on a high note. So question number six, what is the color of the King's golf bag when he hits a ball into the labyrinth? Is it A,
1: red, B, green, C, blue, or D, yellow? I'm throwing with a laser. It's C. Blue? Yeah. All right, Joe, what's going on? Drew! This
2: Tampa Bay's last chance to score against the Choo Choo's, and they're lined up in their Gronk spiked her titties package. <laughs> first guy hikes it. Double option, but now he'll hold it in his eyes downfield. Now first going to go for it all, and it's a perfect pass. Poncho raised by Park Squirrels Iverson, making the fingertip catch over Dunker Tampon in a morning Tetro, and that's going to be a touchdown, Vipers. Woo! Let's go! That was incredible. You pulled out a win at the last chance and you get to cap up your fucking stripper habit. I can't believe how lucky you've been.
1: Yeah, and then I went into the end zone and I tossed the ball to Gronk and he freaking spikes it.
2: Yeah, right into one of the cheerleaders' yeah. tits. Oh <laughs> It was uh it was feeling good. You're feeling real great. You're heading to the locker room, getting some. That's the all spiky right.
1: We'll it. we'll bring her out with us tonight. Maybe.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, that was the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> <There we go. laughs> yeah, I'm still figuring out which uh, buttons are fucking here. I got one of these here. I'm gonna come. Yeah, that might be my favorite one. Thanks, Trump. Yeah, right, just Trump. like uh hey, hey
1: Trump. Whoa, 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 easy there.
2: <laughs> yeah, Trump's in attendance. He's yeah. got nothing better to do. He's in Florida
1: anyways. He's coming to the goddamn he's, games. He's coming. Wow. I've even brought Trump into the game. He's
2: literally coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure he will. Yeah. If he comes out with me.
2: This is incredible. I'm so excited to be hanging out with my new friend. <laughs> Vanilla Tate is just a hilarious name. He's a good man. He's a good man. Best guy I've ever met. He's probably my new vice president if uh, if Pence doesn't want to be anymore. <laughs> Which, you know, very well might be the case. I don't think Pence is down for it anymore. But hey, we're all heading out together. You, Trump... The Gronkowski's. Maybe even Brady might hang out, because we all know that he's friends with uh
1: the Trumpito. Can't wait to hear the uh, the stories about this one.
2: Yeah. honestly I don't think uh I don't think Brady would come out after you fucking started that fight with him. Remember back in the day? No, me a... and me and Brady would not be friends. No, yeah. You you guys didn't squash your beef after yeah. you kicked your ass at Drake.
1: He uh, although he did tie one on after the Super Bowl. I didn't think Tom Brady could get that drunk. <sighs>
2: Sometimes the goats got least he loose. looked that drunk. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely looked, I mean, he had to get fucking somebody to help him out. So <laughs> every goat has his day, you know,
1: question is, was he at the strip clubs after? I don't
2: know. <sighs> I mean, he's got Giselle as his wife. I yeah, would hope true. not. If he's yeah. got like a of a family Bay, man now.
1: Yeah. I still love you, Tom.
2: <laughs> I do too. <laughs> we, we all kind of love Tom. But, uh, hey, we we still got to do a couple more of these categories, Dad. We're we're heading right into Would You Rather. Just like we're all heading to the strip club, we we personally have to hit Would You Rather. So, uh, are you prepared? Yeah. All right. So, would you rather have a portal gun or be able to transform into any animal of your choice? So, what I mean by a portal gun, have you ever... I mean, do you know anything about, like, uh, the portal games?
1: What portal games? I don't actually remember if that's the
2: fucking name of it, but... Um, it's, a, it's a Valve video game and the, the concept is that you have like a almost like a Mega Man type of thing on your arm, or just like a gun that you can shoot, and you know, you shoot one thing, you that's the entrance portal, and you can shoot another one that becomes the out thing portal, so you can have a gun where you can teleport wherever you need to go or you have the ability to transform into an animal for, you know whatever uh, reason that you might want to be turning into an animal this is one of those things where it doesn't have a bad one I'm just more like you know, curious because there, there was a few things where interesting scenarios happened in this movie. Uh, the portals that they opened up with the cats and, you know, the fact that Haru became a cat herself.
1: Yeah, this is interesting because, I mean, when you're talking about portals, you're saying I could make a portal to any location on Earth or anywhere. I'm going to say just because I didn't really
2: suss out this question enough, I'm going to say you can make a portal to wherever you want. It's almost like a – what? it wasn't Looper. Whatever that fucking thing with Hayden Christensen, it's almost like you're able to teleport. You can just choose wherever you want to put a portal. Yeah, right. Or you have the ability to become an animal. You're like Beast Boy from the Teen Titans type of thing.
1: Yeah, it's tempting to want to transform to any animal because I think that could – you could use that to your advantage also. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it would be cool to fly, you know. It
2: would be incredible to fly. Yeah. I don't think there would be anything better. Because I would immediately poop on somebody's head. If I would be just like your common fucking street pigeon, I would take the meanest shit. I would probably eat so much as a human that I come out as like a really fat I bird. don't
1: know what that says about you that the only reason why you would want to turn into a bird is to freaking drop a dump on somebody
2: well i wouldn't be the only reason i mean i would have other things i would like to accomplish but you're
1: like i'm gonna turn to a bird and i'm going to be dropping bombs on people that was your next option
2: well how many times do you really get to shit on somebody honestly how many times do you get the opportunity to poop (laughs) on whoever probably
1: do it whenever you want (laughs) no you can't
2: (laughs) you'd get arrested
1: exactly but i'm just saying
2: what do you mean? Just say <laughs> you can't just poop on
1: whoever you want. That's not how that works. Oh, you're saying you get a free poop out of being an animal? Yeah.
2: You get more than a more yeah. than one. You get pretty much a lifetime. You could be a fucking squirrel and take shit on people's uh, cars, on their head, whatever. Right. I mean, I would love to be a monkey and throw my own shit. I would pretty. I mean, pretty much, I just want to be a scatophilic fucking animal of some kind. But I, I'm kind of inclined to want to do the uh, the animal one because, like I had mentioned with Beast Boy, I mean, you're. Kind of like a superhero. I mean, you could turn into a fucking uh, dinosaur. You could turn into a a gorilla, a fucking elephant. You could be whatever you want. You could be using your powers for good. I don't know if, you know, that would help you take a bullet or not, but the portal gun is pretty cool. I feel like I would try to rob a bank if that was maybe...
1: Well, that's the thing. You could portal into a a safe or something and, and then portal out. Or just the fact that you can go anywhere. I mean, to me, I definitely would still, I mean... It's tempting to want to be able to, you know, do the animal thing, but Mm. the portal is definitely more powerful because you could go anywhere you want. Like, hey, let's go to, you know, New Zealand. Let's go to Japan. Yeah,
2: I guess I think that's honestly the, the easy answer and the best one, too. Just because, like you said, I mean, to be able to go anywhere you want, anytime yeah. is incredible. Even just if you're going to work. I mean, you could just step out of bed, you know, throw on your clothes and you just walk <laughs> into work. Like
1: I'm going to tell you one thing. If I have a portal gun. You're never working again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I think at some point if you do try to like, I mean, if somebody ever catches you on a, on you know, a security camera or something like that, you would be public enemy number one. I mean, the feds would be coming after after you like no one's business. Yeah, well,
1: catch me if you can.
2: That is also, I mean, would you probably you probably be able to escape any time? You'd yeah. just be the ultimate escape man. Exactly. Catch me if you can, like in uh, Leo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that'd be incredible. I think I would do that too. You you talk me into the portal gun. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have a professional lacrosse bro terrorize you for five years or compete in a ping pong tournament with non professionals for one million dollars? But if you lose, the person who beats you gets to throw a knife at you. So
1: You mean a squid? I I thought about that, but
2: the the squid didn't seem as as dangerous as they made it seem out to be
1: in this movie. That's the most ridiculous part of that scene. I mean, you know, squids have that tail that sort of looks like a dagger. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. They're like rubber,
2: but also the the and the, the cat's fact that bikini top, yeah, came off.
1: I mean all of a sudden there's some modesty to the cat, all the cats are running around with no clothes on yeah. and all of a sudden this one happens to have a freaking bikini top in, and yeah, I mean on
2: maybe they were uh they were just self-conscious maybe that was one of the cats who like needed clothing, they just didn't care about their body all that much
1: I just found it funny too to the cats that they you know show them having to walk on two legs <laughs> why would they? Why would they do that? You know what I mean? It does
2: seem like it's the less uh, appropriate way to walk for them, obviously, because they're supposed to be on four, but they walk stupid when yeah. they're on two legs. Like, when they're walking through the streets, yeah. they look silly. Yeah. They
1: almost look like they were some zombie freaking horde.
2: Ooh, that'd be fucking scary, dude. Zombie cats. That was a question that I've always questioned. Like New if,
1: anime, zombie
2: cats. I don't think that would be a bad idea, but... I, I think uh, with uh, that new Zack Snyder movie, uh, the tiger becomes a zombie. And that's always something I question. Like, when the zombie apocalypse hits, what happens to the animals? Do the animals become zombies too, or do they just fucking die from the virus? And I guess it's... I don't
1: think that they were affected by it. It's just not, you know, a lot of things don't cross over. Mm.
2: At least in the Zack Snyder one, I know they had the big tiger like become become a zombie, which I thought was... I mean, I didn't watch it, but I thought that part was cool. But with the first one, it's like, you know... A lacrosse bro, he's fucking coming in, hitting you with a stick. He's pretty much just badgering you. You probably might even try to steal your wife. It seems like that's a pretty lacrosse bro thing to do. So they're just genuinely a, a you know shitty people. I'll say they're like eighteen years old at the peak of being an asshole. But the the million dollar thing against non professionals, then they get to throw a knife at you. That's a lot of a lot of reward, but also a risk of something real bad. Because they could hit you in the fucking throat. They could shoot you in the nuts. And it's just one knife, I guess.
1: Mm. From what distance?
2: Hmm. Seven feet. That feels fair. (laughs) Seven feet is like... Is that close? (laughs) Yeah, that's very close. (laughs) Ten feet? The length of uh uh, kayak? we're
1: sitting across from each other probably at three feet.
2: This is three feet? Yeah. Fuck, dude. (laughs) We're just on a completely other side of the room. Yeah, I'm going to say a little over ten feet. I mean, they got to be close. It's got to be like they want to hit you. It's not like they're going to be throwing out like a pitch from a baseball game or something like that.
1: I guess I'm going to have to go with the um, the ping pong tournament. I mean, I can't imagine having five gears of some lacrosse guy.
2: Some shitty 18-year-old. What's up, bro? You fucking, you know, shoulder checking you, hitting you with a stick.
1: I mean, how... <laughs> bro culture. How often does it happen? I mean, as soon as you walk out of the house or... I guess he would be
2: coming at you as if you were in a lacrosse game like he would try to fucking, you know, defend against you, keep you out of the the pocket. I don't even really know all that much about lacrosse, but I feel like he would just come at you, yeah. For 5 years. That's intense. By the time he's what, 23, <laughs> he'll be out of college. Like he'll have already graduated from Duke or whatever he's playing at. Yeah. After he was assaulted his fair share. I mean,
1: I have to question whether the person that if somebody does beat me in the ping pong tournament, whether they actually know how to throw a knife to begin with mm-hmm.
2: that, I mean, they're non-professional, so you have to imagine they're not the best at everything.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm going to take my chance. As long as they don't freaking get me in the heart or something, I'm probably going to survive. Or the dick. Yeah. That, that would be tough.
2: Maybe they would even fucking like do that on purpose. that That's the unfortunate thing. You don't know the, uh, the intentions of these people. I think I would have to do the ping pong thing too, but I don't think I'm great at ping pong, so I'd probably end up losing and probably taking a knife somewhere. Uh, pretty, pretty unfortunately.
1: But yeah, uh, I can't say that I'm a ping pong master. But yeah,
2: not the the gump type. You're not fucking putting people away in the Olympics. Uh, no,
1: I mean I'm okay, but I mean I don't know what these all these non professionals. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I could, uh, you know do halfway decent. Yeah. I
2: think I, I I would have to choose the ping pong thing. 5 years is too much and I don't want to hang out with a piece of shit 18-year-old. So, I'm uh I'm okay with that. All right. Finally, one more would you rather? Would you rather take on the traits of a cat for the rest of your life, meaning like you get hairballs, you have to eat cat food, you can jump really high. I mean, it's all the good stuff too, you great hearing, good eyesight. Uh but you will be licking yourself and you will have to spray out of your ass just like a cat might. So, I mean, obviously, unless you're new to yourself, you're going to be spraying on the walls. Or you have to have a lifelong relationship with a furry, and we would all have to become furry children, too. So uh, in the sense that you're already in a marriage, mom would become a furry, I would become a furry, Troy would become a furry, and you would just either have to get with it or get out. Or no, you have to be in a lifelong relationship with them, so you couldn't leave.
1: Yeah, what I don't understand about furies, I mean, are they con? Not furies, it's not like a... Furries. Yeah, furies. Furies. Furries. <laughs> Yeah, some Greek mythology. Shut the fuck up, Siri. Siri just
2: came <laughs> off. She's like, oh, I don't know what you're saying. Oh,
1: shut up, Siri. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Siri.
2: Um, shut up, bitch! That's what she said!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess in this respect, it's Siri the porn star, who is one of my favorites. <laughs>
1: the, what I'm questioning is, do, um, furries, do they wear their costumes just when they meet up, or do they are, are they always in... Um, I mean, they can't live their whole life in these costumes. They must just have these, like, conventions or they, they have...
2: Well, they have know, their out. safe spaces with these conventions. But, yeah. like, I'm saying that you're marrying or being married to someone who is completely bought into the furry lifestyle so much that they don't get out of it. That they will only pretty much shower and then otherwise they're in the furry costume all the time. <laughs> And they've even, like, figured out a way to... to, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would have some sort of tube up my ass so I can poop out of the furry costume. Or it has to be, like, a butt flap, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure
1: they have butt flaps.
2: I knew a girl who had a... uh, Who had a... um, A tail butt plug. It was, like, a furry tail butt plug. She was kind of into furry stuff, and I... I kinda just didn't ever know what to like think about it, and I obviously didn't carry on that relationship, but she did have like this long tail and it was uh it was for you know her ass. it was really, really weird to see she brought it out to me and like let me hold it. I'm like, oh, this is not really what I wanna be holding right now,
1: but oh she didn't uh did she uh use it well she like, yeah she let
2: me pull it out <laughs> 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 that's what I meant by when I was holding it I got to write it out of her ass, so, oh
1: wow, yeah
2: that's she was chasing her tail and she bit it and then she she ripped it out of her own butt it was quite the show actually
1: well as much as it sounds like a nightmare to be a a furry Hmm. i will um i'll have to go there because i'm certainly not gonna have hairballs and cat food and jumping licking self spraying
2: yeah, the the negatives seem to outweigh the positives in the, the cat thing because I wonder if, I mean, Catwoman as, like, the supervillain, uh, at least in the Halle Berry one, did she, like, take on the traits of a cat or was she just pretending to be a cat or, like, what? How closely? Because she was able to flip around and do crazy shit like that. So I'm wondering if Halle Berry had a, ever had a hairball, I guess is really what I'm thinking.
1: You mean as Catwoman?
2: No, a fucking Monster's Ball. Of course in Catwoman.
1: I just didn't know. I I was trying to think of, like, what the hell Halle Berry was doing as a cat. And then I just remembered. But Well, she dunked. She what? She got to dunk in that movie. She, like,
2: did a slam dunk. And that was, like, something that people always bring up is proving that that movie was heinous is that she got to dunk a basketball. (laughs) So I guess, I mean, honestly, if I could fucking play in the NBA and have all these cat skills and I just sort of hid all the other things, like, I don't think I'm going to be spraying my asshole uh, during an NBA game but I could dunk a ball that'd be incredible if I have cat skills I think I would have to choose the cat one just because I would get to play in the NBA specifically for that exact reference I would get a chance to to play amongst the best
1: yeah well good my, luck with that
2: my athletic ability would be unlike anything anyone's ever seen I'm fucking super well, what fast. if you're
1: just like dribbling the ball down out of the court and all of a sudden you have to freaking hack up a hairball <laughs>
2: We call it timeout. Timeout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I licked myself. I mean, I also have a lot of body hair, so that would probably be a problem. And also, I just remembered that they have barbed penises. So, that doesn't seem like that would be great to have a barbed penis.
1: I, I do you well, have. I you forgot s- that about the cats.
2: Well, we've always, I mean, we've only had a, a female cat. So, really? I've never actually even seen uh, a male cat's penis. So, maybe I'd have to ask Shane Dawson. Uh, but I would like to... Did
1: you ever hear a cat in heat? The yeah. noises they make?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like this. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a stutter.
2: He, he's he's right on the edge of they the They sound
1: like they're, you know, it's a hideous freaking, like, sound, and it's probably because they know that the barbed penis is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: they're like, don't put it in you know. me! They're like, yeah! Yeah, dude, the barbed penis... I don't know if I'd be willing to have a bar penis to play in the NBA. Because I, I don't think I'd be able to be a good enough uh, basketball player otherwise. I don't think I have the... I don't know. I mean, I, I really just... I wouldn't have the bar penis. So, I guess I'm going to have to be in a lifelong relationship with a furry, which... Apparently, I was close enough anyway. So, it's not like I would have to really uh, do anything I haven't already experienced. And it could be fun. I mean, maybe they're freaky, dude. If yeah.
1: I-, <laughs> I mean, they're out there, you know, so... They figured it out how to live a life as a furry.
2: Yeah, uh, these people have uh, probably a better understanding of just like how to be happy than me. So if they if they're finding their truer self inside of the the furry costume, then like I said, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm you know, furry lives matter if we're <laughs> driving it home. But hey, that those are all our uh, would you rather's. We're fucking heading out. We're uh, finally heading out as a group. You know, we're we're I guess meeting up with uh, fucking Trump, Erskine, and everybody else. Joe. We're getting ready to see the the future of what our country might look like if fucking Erskine gets a job in the, the 2024 uh, Trump administration. Or we just might be talking about the future of these characters. So, bit skits and sequel ideas for our Ghibli All Grown Up. Is there anything that you uh, had in mind?
1: Yeah, well, I had brought it up before. I think that uh, Haru should be, uh, you know, turns into a, fr- a furry. The adventures of her furry life.
2: I think that... Yeah, she just has to like commit because she probably liked being a cat in the cat world. She has like these weird inclinations that she's taken back into her real life. So she does buy, you know, the tail butt plug. Yeah. She does start wearing the fucking cat ears. Yeah. I can see it. I could see that being like a weird spin-off of a spin-off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> At the end of the movie, she just, you know, she's definitely got this thing about her that she seems like she's changed you know what i mean
2: well she's changed because she knows that she had the hots for a fucking cat yeah i know i mean i don't think there's any way that if i knew that i was attracted to an animal like that i could look at the rest of the world ever the same like <laughs> who was the uh who was the uh, the british prime minister who fucked that pig what wasn't that a thing wasn't that something that that was a movie well that was a black mirror episode but i thought that had some like truth to it like i thought david cameron was a david cameron no no i'm gonna say david cameron fucked a pig and then he's probably was never the same same thing with boris johnson he hooked up with like a sheep or something (laughs) all these these british
1: politicians (laughs) coming at us your black mirror and reality are mixing and it's wrong (laughs) it's wrong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks
2: for uh being my moral compass. <laughs> Somebody's going to do it. <laughs> uh yeah, maybe. But I had uh I had a idea for kind of like a meet the parents situation, but instead of, you know, the the partner being a person of color or somebody like that, it would be a cat or we could even do a furry if you wanted to do it like that. Uh so would you prefer the the person that is uh bringing the the thing home to be, you
1: know, bringing home a cat or a furry? So I either got to be the furry or the person bringing.
2: Well, I'm going to, I'll start it off as like the, the son or whatever. I'll be talking to my parents and then somebody comes in my, you know, my girlfriend. So who who should I be bringing home? A cat or furry?
1: I think it's probably more likely that we should be doing a furry. Okay. Okay. We'll do that. That's perfect.
2: All righty. So I'm going to set a timer. All right. Go. Hey dad, so good to see you. Well, I'm so happy to be back home. Great
1: man, this is awesome.
2: What's mom doing? Is she home?
1: Yeah, you know she's taking a nap.
2: Oh well, I mean, you know
1: she's still. Yeah, I don't know. I, I we'll have to talk, but you know, what's
2: going on with mom?
1: Yeah, she's got a little problem. She's been hitting the bottle. What? Yeah.
2: Why? Have um. you been hitting her? No,
1: no, 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 no.
2: I mean, I know you like to punch walls every once in a while, but that's that's just so unlike mom. I thought she was always more of a pot smoker. It's kind of weird that she started drinking.
1: Yeah, well, she saw my uh, internet browser history. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's... She Dad, didn't... were you
2: watching porn again? Yeah. What were you watching?
1: I saw this weird shit about furries, but, I mean, that was weird. That was <laughs> yeah. crazy.
2: Um oh, I mean uh were you are you were you cool with it? Or were you like were you cool with it, I guess? Actually no. Oh. I, I, uh I mean why were you watching it then?
1: Like Well, you know, it was one of those things, a friend of mine sent me a link and I went down that rabbit hole. <sighs> and of course I went down a lot of rabbit holes, but that's beside the point, but I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's not the one I wanted. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah, that's uh,
2: that's uh, Dad. I gotta be honest. I have a a secret that I've sort of been trying to hide, and I mean, I it, it involves uh, it involves Karen. You know, I know we haven't really had a lot of discussions about my new girlfriend, um, but. I wanted to bring it out in the open before she gets here. She's on her way now. I didn't want it to be weird. Um, But Karen is a... uh Oh, shit. Um, This is her. So I uh, opened up the door, and it's like... It's a big cat furry. It's like like uh, pretty much like blue fur... Uh, long whiskers, you know. They walk into the door with their little hands up, and like a almost like they're a walking cat type of thing. They're they're walking like a cat would walk. It's like, ha they hey, Karen, hey, I uh, I kiss her. I put my mouth like all the way in the side of the mask. Uh, this is my dad. Oh, hi, hi, Mr. Uh, Mr. Tromble. Hi, it's nice to see you.
1: Is this a joke? Did your mother put you up to this?
2: Um. I I haven't had the pleasure of meeting uh you know
1: uh, I was just curious. I'm not into furries.
2: Dad, listen. Let's like let's just go sit down. Maybe, you know, open up a bottle of wine. I thought maybe dinner would be ready by now, but you know, maybe you maybe you should go wake up mom just to, you know, let her know that we're here. Uh so there isn't any sub- sort of surprises.
1: Yeah. I we we got to get down to the the bottom of this. Let me go get your mother. So you fucking walk upstairs. Uh I'm the mother sleeping. Honey, Get up! What the fuck Your fuck son's you here. Your son's here.
2: Yeah, I fucking heard him. What do you want?
1: I don't know. I mean, he's got a furry here. <laughs> I mean, is this a joke?
2: Is this a fucking joke? Is this a joke to you that you're you're saying our son brought home a furry after I just caught you jerking off to it? <laughs>
1: I was not.
2: Yes, you were. How can you say that you were just browsing when you you had your pants around your ankles in fucking a handful of dick?
1: I was getting ready for bed. I just happened to be dropping my freaking shorts.
2: What? You were getting ready for bed so you put on porn?
1: I don't know how that got on the screen.
2: Honestly, that you are just so fucking full of yourself. I mean, we're going to have a real fucking talk. I am just not going to. Honey, gonna honey l-
1: this is not the time. We need to go downstairs. Your son is here. There's a woman. I mean, it's not even Halloween, but she's got a furry costume on and um we need to address this right now cuz I am not going to have a son prancing around with a freaking furry. Harold Trumbull. Prancing.
2: Harold Trumbull. if you are fucking with me right now, I will divorce your ass. I'll divorce you in a hot second. Is is there an actual furry downstairs cuz I'm going to scream at you.
1: I don't know what to tell you, but there is.
2: All right, let's go. Let's see if uh, you're full of shit, just like I think you are. <laughs> so we, we both walked down the stairs. Um, I guess uh, Max and Karen are fucking in the uh, in the, the kitchen, open up a bottle of wine. Um, you know, uh, Karen turns around. Oh, Mrs. Trumbull it's so nice to meet you. Jesus fucking. Oh, Max. Come over here for one second, please. Yes. Hey, I mean, guys, can you just be fucking cool for a second? Can you please be fucking cool for just one second? One second. Honestly, I like this girl. I like this girl so much.
1: Son, do you have a costume?
2: I have a headband that has cat ears. That's it. That's it. I've never done anything else. I have a butt plug. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have a butt plug that a tail, and that's it. I don't really like to, you know her to put anything else in there, but I, I've made compromises. Because that's what you do in a fucking relationship with somebody that you love, right? Obviously, you guys bicker constantly. Dad, you're watching porn every goddamn day. Hey,
1: let's not talk about my problems right now, okay? We're talking about you. Don't try to deflect. I don't want you guys staying in this house. You guys will have to leave immediately. Your mother, you're upsetting her. She thinks I have something to do with this, but I absolutely don't.
2: You probably like to go hook up with that fucking fur, you sick bitch, wouldn't you, huh? Wouldn't you? Hey, I'm really so sorry. I didn't mean for this to be a thing. I'm just trying to be my best self. Uh, you know, Karen is like pouring everybody like a glass of wine. It's like, hey, let's, let's have a drink. Let's try to get to know each other. This seems a little uh, more aggressive than it really needs to be. I will have to say, she's cool looking. Yeah, you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> you would fucking say that, you pervert. So uh, I guess cut to uh Max and Karen's like couple counseling cuz obviously this interaction is just scarred him as a person. So yeah, we um we met on Tinder. Um I really liked her from the start. I uh didn't expect to be into this type of thing. Um but I feel like my influence of my parents have sort of hurt our relationship uh I don't really know what to do uh what do you what do you suggest uh 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 Mr. Jobs Mr. Jo- Jaboli <laughs>
1: Jobs. <laughs> what do I suggest
2: yeah I'm we're here as you know this is couples counseling I'm sitting before you paying you $500 to you know for you to tell us what exactly should I be doing with Karen here I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I just, I think more people will warm up to me. I'm actually really cool. All I can
1: say is furries
2: matter. Thank you. That's like exactly what I'm trying to say. Furries do matter.
1: (laughs) If it makes you happy, you know, just go for it. I'm not here to judge.
2: You're like the best therapist I've ever had. And I've had a
1: lot. Here, let me give you my number. Hey, he winks at her,
2: dude. What the fuck? That's so that's so fucked. Why would you try to give my girl and my her, your goddamn number? You're trying to steal.
1: Her? I'm just trying to help her.
2: Is this how you get? I, yeah. You try to help her get out of that costume. You sick fuck.
1: I'm not that type of therapist.
2: Uh, cut one more time to uh, Temptation Island. <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg comes out. So, so, guys, what? Uh, I mean, Max, why did you uh, why did you want to come to Temptation Island? I thought, you know, obviously this is a an unconventional type of relationship, but why would you want to? Why would you want to come and bring your your girl here?
1: Well, I'm just trying to bring you know notice to the world of that there's furries out there. They need love too. Aren't you worried that
2: if that is the case, and you know one of these single guys is able to uh, sweep Karen off her feet, that you'll make a, a huge mistake by bringing her here?
1: There's plenty of furries out there for everyone. <laughs> There's plenty of furries. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, I guess fucking do one more cut of just like one of the uh, the bonfires, and it's like, all right, Max, um, are you ready to see what Karen's been up to?
1: <sighs> yes, I'm ready.
2: Do you want to do this alone, or do you want your your brothers here to just stay with you? Your all your you know your guy friends.
1: Yeah, let them let them in. Okay, all right. The truth has to be seen.
2: So fucking Mark L. Wahlberg puts it on the iPad. Uh, it's dudes like playing with Karen with one of those cat toys where she's like jumping up and down. <laughs> and she's like rolling on her back with like catnip. Some dude has like catnip on his dick. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry you had to see that. I really, I didn't want to have to show you Max, but you know, this is only a small clip. This doesn't give you the full picture.
1: I can't believe it. I thought she was a good furry.
2: <laughs> yeah I've if re- i would have
1: known that you know she like nip on the dick i would have done that
2: did you ever ask <laughs> did you ever ask what karen feels
1: i'm not a good furry lover
2: no you you're you're leaving this island with regrets yes <laughs> didn't think it was gonna go to temptation island there but no <laughs> i just knew that once once things started to fall apart they had to really test their relationship and it seems like Max might have regretted it. Obviously, the dudes had uh, toys for uh, Karen that maybe he wasn't willing to play with her uh, with. So, hey, if you got a furry out there and you love him, dude, don't let him go. That's like a rare breed. <laughs> Literally a rare breed. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dad, uh, whether that was uh, an okay bit or not, we'll figure that in post. But, hey, we got to do this uh, this Rushmore here. We got our tools out. We're trying to put this one up there. So, okay, I'm, uh, I'm going to just hit you with one this week. It's only one. It's the Talking Cat Rushmore. So does the Baron Baron von Humbert Gickengen, I think his name was uh, beat out Puss in Boots from the Shrek franchise, uh, Simba from the Lion King, the Cheshire uh, Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland, or the Cowardly Lion.
1: Um, I'm gonna say no. No. Doesn't no. have a chance. Yeah, but you know, Simba's—they're not really technically. I mean, I guess the the cat family. They're but, big cats. Yeah, I mean
2: that's how they're described in some manner. Right. I think the only weak link would be Puss and Boots, simply because they are the the newest addition to the the talking cat Rushmore. But the Baron. I don't even know if he's, like, real or not. Obviously, he has uh, some reality to it, but Puss in Boots is a pretty realized character. I mean, Antonio Banderas just really makes that cat fucking cool as hell. So, I don't think anything can really top the uh, the Shrek 2, I need a hero sequence when Puss in Boots, like, starts beating all those people down. I think that, like, changed my perception of cats. Because I've always been a dog guy, but after that, I was like, cats are, like, decent now. I'm okay with
1: that. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not inclined to put the Baron on there. No, I'm I, questioning what the hell he is really, because he is some kind of weird hybrid.
2: Yeah, and maybe that's why she was even okay to like have the hots for. Maybe he had a human dick. Maybe he was the one cat who didn't have a bar of penis. Yeah, and if that's the case, maybe that's something that you can make a compromise.
1: Cat from. head on human body. Yeah
2: exactly. yeah, exactly. That's what it
1: looked like. I mean, because he was the only guy that had actual hands.
2: Ha, ha, mm.
1: All the other cats had paws. Yeah. He had a—he actually had hands, and he was wearing boots. Like,
2: <laughs> not... was it boots or was it like nice little like dress shoes? Yeah, yeah,
1: nice dress shoes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he was an impeccable dresser. Yeah. That was the only thing that maybe—and
1: he could walk like a normal human and dance. Hell of a dancer.
2: That's true. I mean, the Baron is really close. If he's not in the top swept four, swept
1: Haro off her feet. That's—I think—when she fell for him.
2: Yeah, she got uh, she got red in the face, dude. She was into it. Yeah. She definitely had the hots for him. And I just it, it's just caused a ripple throughout the world. We've never been the same since 2002's The Cat Returns. Uh, but, Dad, I'm done talking about this movie. I'm i am much more interested in making this, uh, I think, our own. So we're going to do our live action Netflix recast. So let's hit you with a right away. Bay, does Bay have a chance?
1: I can't see how Bay would have anything to do with this. So, no way, bay.
2: Yeah, I don't think Michael, uh, I don't think this is up his alley. It doesn't seem like this is like his bag, but there weren't enough explosions. There was the one that knocked down the tower, but other than that, it didn't seem like it was a grand enough scale for uh, Michael to kind of want to be involved with this. Uh, who was your director, if you did have one?
1: Well, I was thinking about Zemeckis, because I think that if this movie was to be redone mm-hmm. in any form of live action... It would have to be more in the, um, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Like a combination of real actors with animated uh-huh. or something.
2: That's cool. That's not a bad idea.
1: That's, uh, well, I guess... Uh, but in, I, I don't see anybody thinking that's a good idea, but that's the only way I could see how it would work. Because, like I said, I've already questioned the fact that Cats was, horrific. you know, yeah. Like, I think Cats has just put any kind of... Humans in cat costumes, you know, it's not going to get done again.
2: I don't think they should ever be. I mean, why they thought that was the right idea to how to do that? And I put Tom Hooper just because I want to give him another chance, just because you can't. Do you
1: think they're going to give him another chance? Never, dude.
2: Never. Yeah. I mean, unless there's like a cat fucking sequel. I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the box office was for that movie. If it even made back its budget, but I I just hate to how see is anyone Taylor go Swift out in that. Well, Taylor Swift is also going to be in that uh, new David O. Russell movie. So, I mean, David O. Russell is a
1: piece of shit. So, obviously, Taylor
2: Swift doesn't have, like, a great choice of directors. So,
1: Do you think that hurt her career?
2: Hell no, dude. I
1: love... Or was she the only best part of the movie?
2: It was her and, like, Jason Derulo. Uh, and then Idris Elba was, like, a weird character in that movie. I mean...
1: What made it so bad? Just that the, the people well, in their...
2: The costumes did look really bad. I mean the 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 effects to make them look smaller too, cause they were apparently like life not life size, but like they, they were shrunk down to a size that could have been interpreted as a cat size. But the music was bad, all the songs were fucking ridiculous, like and the whole movie is really just other cats. Introducing themselves. Well, the
1: the songs were ridiculous, but wasn't it, it? You know, I mean, this was a huge Broadway success, so everybody knew what the songs were about, weren't they? Uh, or did they change them? I don't know. I mean,
2: the whole. I mean, dude, I don't even fucking know where to start. Like, do you do you know anything about the Cats thing?
1: I no, I did not. All I know is it, you know people were just shitting on it hard.
2: It's like it has like a weird Christian undertone with like. I don't know. There's like some weird Christ allegory in the middle of all of it. I can't even remember what the uh, the specialty cats are uh, referred to in that movie, but it's 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 a fever dream. It's really unlike anything I've ever seen. And like I said, most of the movie is just people meeting new cats and then them singing a song about what they're known for, and then they move on. In uh, Jellicle, Jellicle cats is what it's like. These 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 special Jellicle cats are are out there or something like that, but. It's it's fucking bonkers. I really I would need a whole podcast episode to just talk about that alone. Uh and maybe we'll get there one day. Have a cat special. But who was your uh who was your Haru?
1: I had Millie Bobby Brown.
2: Millie. Classic. Classic. Yeah. Classic me and my dad watch anime stable pick there. I uh I don't really
1: only because she's 17 in the movie and Millie Bobby is 17 at this point so. Hmm. I figured I'd keep it age appropriate.
2: Yeah, I think uh I think you were right for that one. I went uh I went with just a year older. I went with a pretty prototypical high schooler at uh, in a 2020 scenario. Olivia Rodrigo, who just released one of the best albums of the year. She was uh uh known for being on high school musical the musical, but after being dumped by Joshua Bassett or something like that, she released this album that I thought was really good. But she's become like the personification of being a teenager. So I so think So she's
1: eighteen? She is eighteen, yeah. She and just she's released what you consider to be one of the best albums of the year?
2: I don't think I'm the only person to think that. I think that's something that's like widespread. That uh, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo has taken the internet by storm. Like people consider Jesus. Whoops. People consider her, uh, that was the one sound effect we didn't mean to do. (laughs) As many times as I fucked around with these buttons. My
1: Geico payment just went through. Yeah.
2: That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) My Geico payment. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Uh, But yeah, Olivia Rodrigo is the prototypical high schooler, and I think she has a a chance to kill it, dude. I'm waiting for Sweet whenever that album comes out, because that's probably what it's going to be. Who is your uh, Hiromi?
1: Uh, Sophia L- Lillis mm-hmm.
2: Another favorite I love uh, I love Sophia Lillis He was our Nausicaa A bunch of other people
1: Why don't I see yours?
2: I actually didn't have uh, One that I wanted to pick over Sophia Lillis I thought I huh. was just gonna concede Cause that I mean Hiromi is like a weird character To cast for anyways Yeah She's kind of barely in it And uh I just didn't have anybody
1: but her. Yeah. But I did find out Cause that Cause I was interested to see How you were gonna approach this Cause I was like It was like three, four humans and the rest are cats and
2: well I, I felt better about my cat picks than I did about my human picks, which is funny <laughs> enough. Like I thought I actually killed it with my cat. Pics, yeah
1: you. uh, no, you're right. I mean, you can look at these characters and then pick a, an actor to do it. The mm-hmm. question is if you're going to you know outfit them to look like cats they're not
2: gonna be in cat costumes it's gonna be fucking cg or it's gonna be animation dude there's no tom hooper is not involved even though i put him as the director oh, i'm actually So the,
1: these are the voice actors or are you saying i okay. guess
2: these would have to be whether like they're doing like cg body doubles and then they're overlaying it with like a, a cat character it has to be something else almost yeah. like a space jam 2 type of thing like how they're doing it with uh, not animated characters but cg representations. But uh, Bill, I mean, on the I uh, on the it thing with Sophia uh, Lillis, I found out that Bill Skarsgård needed corrective eye surgery because whenever he did that character, he would always fucking bug his eye out. But he actually popped like one of his fucking corneas out um, during the shooting. He had to get like reconstructive eye surgery for what? Uh, Just playing that character. I mean, what character? uh, Pennywise, Bill Skarsgård. Oh. So he fucked his eye up by playing that character. And I mean apparently he's had like a lot of post it complications. Like he has nightmares about uh Pennywise, like I mean he it was a really physical toll on him. I mean he apparently slips into character sometimes when he's with his like his girlfriend or something like that. He's like, Oh, Pennywise wants pussy just <laughs> <laughs>
1: does he hang out in sewers yeah
2: yeah he's like oh hey georgie (laughs) come
0: down here and suck my dick
1: oh my gosh yeah (laughs)
0: uh
2: yeah i don't actually think uh bill skarsgård would ask uh, a small child to suck his penis but we're gonna move on uh who is your baron humbert von Gickingen?
1: i had uh robert patterson
2: I think uh, R. Pat's was a perfect pick. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I think that was a perfect pick by Robert Pattinson. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I needed a British actor. Well,
2: that's that... and
1: that's where you went with yours. Well, I, I think assume.
2: Ewan is. I think Ewan McGregor is might be Irish.
1: Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, but he uh, McGregor, of course.
2: He was. Uh, he was actually on uh, the fan cast. I found um, on the MyCast website. That was a suggestion. I was like, that's perfect. That I can't just pick that out there. So shout out to whoever did that. But Ewan McGregor was my pick. Um, I guess with Arpat, I mean, I'm I'm just finding things about both people now. I got to be honest. I'm doubling down on my research. This is a real thing. said used to just like not change his clothes, and he used to smell like shit because it would prevent the paparazzi from selling his pictures because if he's wearing the same outfit all the time, you can't actually sell the same photo over and over again. And he oh, would always... Smart. He would make himself like smell like shit. So all of his cast members have this thing where... You know, working with Robert Pattinson, he would yeah, just. Fucking... I can remember
1: you saying something like this about him. Mm-hmm.
2: That and that he got Zoe Kravitz pregnant on the Batmobile, but <laughs> <laughs> that was unfounded. But uh, the thing that I found Has about he ever
1: really dated her,
2: I don't know if he ever. I mean, he probably shagged her. I mean, now that we're watching Love Island, I love to say shag. So but... it's another one of your bullshit stories. Ah, uh, it wasn't my story to start it off with. It was a, it was an internet rumor that I've. Uh, just tried to make to be it a true thing. I'm trying to manifest that he he shagged her on the fucking uh, Batmobile.
1: The Batmobile, yeah. yeah.
2: But Ewan McGregor, the thing that I found out about him was that he had a really messy divorce, and that he had some, um, he was caught kissing, uh, one of his like co-stars or something. Because he was married to this lady since like 1995, his like original wife, and then he got caught kissing one of his former co-stars, and it was uh, it was Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> they had some weird fucking liaison in the Hollywood Hills and they the you paparazzi got him. Bastard.
1: He also, Nobody would kiss Jar Jar.
2: I don't know. He is a senator. I mean Jar Jar ended up being a Can you, you know.
1: do the Jar Jar voice? <laughs> Nisa <laughs> No, I really
2: can't. Maybe that could be on the sound effect. Uh, but I'll I'll try out my I'll work on my Jar Jar Binks uh thing. I was also gonna say that he Yeah, he, we need a Jar Jar. Yeah. He hooked up with Newt Gunray as on the side too, and that didn't work out. Who is your uh Muta? I had Jack Black. Jack Black. Classic Classic underutilized uh, actor. He doesn't seem like he's doing too much nowadays. He was real obviously big popular in '90s early
1: 2000s. Yeah, well, you could say the same about your pick.
2: I definitely can. Uh, did you know that Jack Black doesn't like to wear makeup at all on his uh, his thing? He like refuses to wear makeup during movies, and obviously that's a pretty common practice in in Hollywood. But he does insist on wearing a stunt penis. <laughs> Not to cover up his own, but to have two. So it always looks like he has two schlongs. Wow. If you look in Tenacious D, that's what the
1: Tenacious is, that there's two of them. Tenacious D, nice. Yeah.
2: But I had, uh, I had Val Kilmer as Muta. Yeah. And I got really sort of galaxy brain about this particular choice because Val Kilmer is somebody who uh, does have a storied past, just like Muta, who was known as uh, Ronaldo Moon or whatever, the big consumer of all the fish and stuff like that. And- at one point Val Kilmer definitely did bloat up, so at least he has the the context. He has the ability to tap into the emotions of somebody who is uh who's gained a lot of weight. But as of recently, he had a he had a tracheotomy cuz he had throat cancer. For eating too much pussy. That's not a joke. He had I'm pretty sure it was like the same thing that Michael that Douglas. That was had. I was
1: just going to say Michael Douglas claimed the same thing.
2: Yeah. I I that's the reason why I was so adamant on wanting to get the uh not only just the, the HPV vaccine, but also the, the COVID vaccine, because I don't want to ever be scared. I thought to eat you were going to tell
1: me you wanted to get the tongue condom.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know, actually, understand how oral condoms work. Those things kind
1: of freak I have, me the fuck no, out. No, I don't even. There's such thing. I thought it was just being funny.
2: Well, what's a dental dam? Isn't that like an oral condom? You got me. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I feel like we need to look up what a dental dam is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't ever want to be scared to eat pussy. So I I always had to jump into the vaccine. And I guess maybe Val Kilmer has changed his ways now that he's really completely different. I don't know uh, if there's any actor who looked as hot as Val Kilmer did in the 90s to what he does now. So he's made quite the transformation.
0: Yeah,
1: what's his story? I mean, it just seems like he just, you know, gave up. Mm
2: Yeah, I don't know. That is like an investigative journalistic uh, opportunity. Of course,
1: you hear all these stories about actors. I mean, they have to really like work at keeping themselves thin and, you know, they're basically, you know, have eating disorders and so forth. So Maybe he said, fuck it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. He he just aged uh, like a sour grape. It was really too bad Um, because, like I said, he was. uh, This
1: picture you have of him. What the hell is that?
2: Yeah, that was him in the New York Times uh, magazine interview or something like that.
1: Has he gone crazy? Is he like a conspiracy No, I think he's a
2: cool dude. I think he's... I mean, he seems to be back into acting now. Like, oh, my God. He seems like he's just gotten back into his normal stuff, but...
1: He's sort of like pulling a Mickey Rourke.
2: I think maybe the cancer took a lot out of him, and it happened in time Oh, so
1: you're saying he definitely had cancer. No,
2: that wasn't a joke. He absolutely got cancer from, you know, having something wrong with his throat.
1: You know... Muta, which I found that nobody really talked about the fact that Peter Boyle <laughs> voiced him. You know, like everyone was bringing up the fact that Anne Hathaway was in it and stuff. Who I fucking thought,
2: knows who Peter Boyle is? Who's gonna? Be I talking. do. Of course, you're an older
1: person. <laughs> he you, was on Everyone Loves Raymond. I mean, the, what
2: well, if this? If the, somebody's gonna make a, a reference, is to it Anne that Hathaway, it's just not in the in the referential like pool. If someone's going to make a, a comment about Anne Hathaway, they're probably not going to be in the Venn diagram of making Peter Boyle references. Same thing with Elliot Gould who's like saying like, "Oh yeah, that's the dude from fucking Ocean's 11 or whatever." Like those two things don't intersect. Anne Hathaway is her own her own spectrum. She was on Disney, dude. There's a whole other thing.
1: No, I get that, but still they just Bypassed him totally. Yeah.
2: Shout out to uh I guess he's dead now, but yeah, R.I.P. uh Peter Boyle or whatever. Is he dead? I'm pretty sure he died in like two thousand eight or something oh, like that. That's sad. Yeah, that is sad. Finally, though, we do have just one. Who is your uh your cat king?
1: I had Jeff Bridges.
2: Who also had uh cancer recently. Did he? He had lymphoma.
1: Yeah. Oh, Apparently no.
2: it's he's healing well. This is a lot of cancer on this podcast and we're we're hoping that everybody comes I, I figured
1: through. you had to bring in the dude, you know what I mean? Mm. To play the the Cat King.
2: Well he's got that good mustache. Uh the Cat King has that pretty nice mustache, so it's almost like a, a Sam Elliott maybe type of thing. But also, I mean Bridges can grow an incredible beard as well. Yeah. He uh he's a big uh transcendental meditation guy. Have you ever looked into that stuff?
1: Transcendental meditation? Yeah. Yeah, I practice it.
2: Okay. <laughs> Do you want to, I, I just don't understand like what, it, is that the same as astral projection?
1: I have no idea.
2: That's something that I've always, because I've met a lot of hippie dippy people in the last couple of years living in Nashville and astral projection has always been on the fringes of conversation, like whether somebody says they want to try it or that they've done it or that I've seen it in a fucking movie or something like that. But I, I would love to astral project. I would love to be able to leave my body and like go to the spirit world or something like that. I've done like it. That. Yeah, you have had a lucid dream where you left your body, yeah. which I think is super cool.
1: Yeah, I've tumbled out.
2: You're just like a, a bigger dreamer. I smoked too much weed to. Uh, when
1: I used to drink a lot more, those those days, I don't know, I had some weird experiences.
2: Yeah, the alcohol. I mean, wine has been the 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 causation of some of the most crazy dreams I've ever had in my life. The dream that I thought you guys were killed in like an airpoint, uh, an airport like mass shooting, where I was stuck in the dream for like three days. That was one of the worst days of my life. And it was after I drank, like, a whole bottle of wine because I was depressed. It was it was a horrible dream to have. When did this happen? This was, like, my senior year of college. I was uh, in one of those apartment complexes. I had fucking downed, like, a bottle of wine the night before, and I dreamt that you guys were all murdered in some sort of airport shooting. It was fucking bizarre. That's the thing with wine, though. Like, it makes me dream crazy.
1: Maybe that explains why, I mean, you know, I wear my Apple Watch, and I have the... um my sleep tracker, hmm. and I have dreams all the time now. I hmm. mean, off the charts. I mean, they'll show you where you're supposed to be in terms of, you know, light sleep, deep sleep, and uh, REM sleep. Hmm. Which usually REM sleep is when you dream, hmm. and mine is always off the chart. I think
2: that's uh, wine has always been considered like something that does get the the dreams going, like ancient Greeks or something like that. I always considered wine to be. Uh, a dream starter in some ways. I know there's a better way to put it. Uh, but I just had Brian Cox, who was actually the inspiration for, you know how Miggs in Silence of the Lambs throws um, semen? At uh, Jody Foster, <laughs> yeah. Brian Cox originally in the Mindhunter Hunter that he was in, he had a teacup that he filled with cum and he threw it at Will Peterson, but they cut <laughs> it out of the movie, so they were just bringing it back with Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <The> teacup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was a
2: much classier uh, Hannibal Lecter than fucking somehow more classy than uh, than what's his face? I don't even remember the guy. Anthony. He just won a goddamn Oscar. People are gonna. Who is him? who am I talking about? Oh, um, Anthony Hopkins. There yeah. We go. Yeah, my bad, Anthony, Mister Hopkins. I, sorry about that. Who, uh, who would you have? Uh, I guess for, I mean, not who. What, what, were some questions you might have for the director if you had any to uh, end this one out?
1: <laughs> well, I had a lot of questions actually, but I, I this one just sort of because I had watched it for a second time and I noticed this. It's like, when the Cat King, when the Baron hits him with the sword and cracks that little orb, you know, crown that he's got on, Uh and then he just loses all the fur. On On his bottom half. Yeah, on the bottom half, which I did not understand the significance of that. You know, yeah, like, what did the crown have to do with all his fur? He basically lost lost his pants, you know what I mean? Yeah, why
2: the, the crown jewel on his forehead was ostensibly his belt yeah. or just the thing that's keeping him from balding. I mean, there the was
1: really, when you way. look at this movie, there was just so many just like bizarre... They're just gags. Yeah. Throwing they...
2: the cats out the window. Yeah. It was a bizarre Bizarre experience For a yeah. Ghibli movie
1: I was watching something else And then and the kid You know Was doing a review Of the movie And he was saying Like you know There's all these scenes Of the cats getting thrown out And they all like Land on their back and shit You know Where cats are famously known If you throw them They'll land on their feet And mm-hmm. he's like what's up with the cats getting thrown out windows and just not landing on their feet? You yeah. know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's a problem.
2: I guess that's only in the real world. In the cat world, they're susceptible like humans. Yeah. They don't Once have Once to... you
1: start walking on two legs, you lose all your cats. Of course, they said they still had nine lives. Remember, Which,
2: in... I mean, uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, I've never tried to kill a cat to prove it otherwise, but nine and, lives. And
1: the stupid part is it's like, why, you know, like it's like, I'm giving you these fish cookies or biscuits <laughs> yeah. as a representation of my love you know It it's like you know was like oh wow
2: we're gonna get married i wish it was that easy if you could just give a girl cookies and she's like okay that's better than a ring that's yeah. all i really needed there
1: was like too many weird tie in she had talked to the other cat that was actually the cat you know she it's yeah
2: marita marita tried his best on this one but it maybe explains why i'm having
1: doing. a hard time that miyazaki looked at these storyboards and just like goes oh this is brilliant yeah i mean
2: how Miyazaki signed off in this one may have yeah. just been his own fault. Yeah. So that So That's on him. This is on his record. Yeah. Uh, can you think of anything that might be a maxim?
1: Uh,
2: no. Hey, fellas. So I hear you guys are talking about furries over here. <laughs> I know I talked about my short-ass fucking ex-wife. <laughs> I'll be honest. I've been around. I fucked a few furries in my time. <laughs> The butt flaps are helpful <laughs> and the butt plugs are even better. <laughs> but just treat them right. They deserve love too. Thanks, Muskie. It seems like you're just like the most sexually adventurous weird dude I've ever met in my life.
1: <laughs> Everybody's hooking up with furries. <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: the most pro-furry <laughs> podcast anybody could ask for. If
1: we see a jump in our uh in our listenership, it'll probably be, you know, yeah. predominantly furries. We
2: have to put this in the furry subreddit. I yes. have to stop wasting my fucking time posting it at anything else. We yeah. just need to go straight to the source.
1: All furries are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> We're here
2: for you. <laughs> uh hey. We'll have furry corner. Yeah, furry corner. <laughs> <laughs> We do uh, furry fucking fan mail. Whoever wants to send it in, tell us your furry stories. We'll read them on the <laughs> podcast and make it an actual segment. I, I'm willing to make changes oh, like that. We have furry corner. Yeah, that would be that would be the best part of this podcast, to be honest. That would at least make us unique.
1: Uh, Let <laughs> the furries think of this film and so forth. Yeah,
2: they they would probably think we're probably pretty. Uh, I'm problematic. <laughs> I'm He's a problem. A all right, notes that are out of that. Now that we've uh, w- worn out this soundboard, I want to know if there's anything you want to uh, apologize for, or correct, anything you wanted to bring up from a previous episode before we uh, we depart and I head in this Uber.
1: I know there's always something I should be uh, correcting or, you know, apologizing for, but mm. I can't think of anything.
2: I will just do a blanket apology to any uh, subgroup of people who would be offended by this. Any like niche group, I suppose, is the best way to put it. So, like I said, furry... furry Why? We're friendly. furry friendly. We are furry friendly. We're very furry friendly. Uh, we just have to make sure we're, we're prefacing that <laughs> with, a, with a sorry. <laughs> I also said someone could shoot me in the head this episode, so that isn't really where I want to be calling other people out. So, unless you're coming at me with a sword, don't even fucking try. Uh, but, Dad, this is the Jackson man through the window. Hey! What's your wine rating?
1: This isn't as bad. I mean, I don't know what it is, but I've been sort of just like, you know... Swirling it around. Swirling it around, and it seems to have aired out a little, and uh, it does have a syrupy taste initially out of the bottle. I think mm-hmm. you got to let it, you know, breathe a little.
2: I've barely touched mine. I've sort of let mine sit this whole episode, and I'm still... Yeah, well, I'm still maybe. I'm the syrup. <sighs>
1: yeah. yeah. I'll have to remember that. I'm going to give it... I mean, it's not... Still you know it takes a lot for me To give a wine a bad rating but I'm gonna give it 3.5 fish Cookies or Biscuits or whatever they were
2: I'm gonna do uh, I'm just just gonna do 3 out of 5 Furry butt plugs that's like Wow yeah because it feels Like it can it can go in me but it's Gonna suck coming out so <laughs> that's How I feel about this wine there's maybe a lot of Sugar maybe just a lot of maple syrup I don't even Know what it is that makes it feel like this Yeah
1: Carnivore, you need to like maybe think about your bourbon barrel.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll tweet it's at. It's a them. little
1: little too strong or something.
2: If I'm not tweeting at violent Myers about how she's my favorite porn star, I'll fucking I'll I'll tweet at Carnivore to say that they need to up their game. <laughs> 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 uh, Just me and my dad watch anime. Yeah, the 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 Twitter's comment only got three point five
1: fish biscuits. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, and then they don't even want to hear my rating. Anal plugs. <laughs> But uh, if you guys like what we're doing, please leave five stars on our iTunes page. We are uh, trying to break into, I guess, even the top ten on our best day. We want to even be seen when somebody types an anime.
1: Yeah, uh, we're at about 500. Yeah,
2: 500 out of a random amount of fucking podcasts that have like... Just... I just let us let us even try to be.
1: You Maybe know, we can break four hundred. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Th- well, let's just take baby steps here.
2: Throw a few ratings. Throw a few movie suggestions. Leave a leave a review. Uh, say what you got to say. But as long as we're we're being playful and nice about it, I just want to see those five stars coming on in. So, uh, yeah, do us all a favor.
1: <laughs> and I uh, at this on this episode at the end, I'm going to play the uh, the theme song for okay. our ending.
2: We have a theme song now?
1: No, from The Cat Returns. There's uh, a little song, man, that I was listening to, and I'm like, I'm just going to play that at the end. <laughs>
2: that is how we're playing out. What is it? The oh, man. Yeah,
1: I'll have to bring it up in notes erotic because, of course, I don't have the name of the song.
2: Yeah, That's all right. But hey, just like always, we have no idea what we're doing. Uh, hopefully, on the other end, we'll have uh, something decent to put out there. Uh, hopefully, something that doesn't make a, a large group of people mad enough to want to kill me. But, hey, that's, uh, that's something we're just going to have to figure out next week. Damn. Like I said, I mean, the gun comment probably pissed more people off than anything else.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah.
2: At least bring a sword for me to take you on like a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have to see you guys next week. Yep. Bye-bye. Don't drink a drive.
1: Enjoy the song.
0: 戻せ恋の歌